Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. How are you doing today? Welcome to, for me, what is a beautiful Wednesday morning. And today I'm going to be talking all about giving people the benefit of the doubt. This is a common English expression, phrase, and I'm going to be making it into an entire episode today. And it's something that is really important to me and I think will be beneficial for you as well to listen to and also to learn some English from too. And I'll also be telling you a little bit about why my students said I was ugly. We'll get to that later. There's a little bit of a preview for you. <laughs> But before we do, I suppose I could give a quick explanation as to what this expression means. To give someone the benefit of the doubt. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. Kind of means I will not assume the worst possible interpretation of what you said or did. If someone did something really horrible to you and you say, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's kind of like you're saying, maybe you didn't really mean it. Maybe there was a misunderstanding. You're trying to be charitable with how you view their actions. I think this comes up a lot for me in my lessons too. So for example, in the group lessons over at Level Up English, we have group lessons on Fridays and Sundays. And I find it amazing just to meet people from all around the world. And it kind of helps me realize that I guess, I guess it helps me learn more about cultural differences. We have some differences where some cultures are very open, some are very closed. I have some students who are very direct. And I suppose when I first started teaching, I thought these people were very rude. But the more I meet these you know, people from certain countries and cultures, the more I realize it's just part of their culture. And actually what's rude to me is polite to them. And the opposite is also true. What I do, I think is polite. Other people might think is rude. You know, I can't think of any examples, but I'm sure there's some things that I'm doing that you might be surprised at. Like, wow, I can't believe Michael's doing that. That just seems so weird and rude in my culture, right? So I learned that a lot, especially in the group lessons where we have people from all over the world in one classroom, right? It's amazing. And now that I've mentioned it, group lessons are part of the Level Up English membership. This is where you can go to join them. Also get access to the transcripts, which is where you can read the subtitles to every podcast here. If you have trouble following along, you can read it there. But yeah, okay, well, let's get back to the topic. So giving people the benefit of the doubt, I... I'll be honest, guys, I think I'm the kind of person who is easily irritated. I'm not easy to get angry. I'm not easily angered. Generally, I'm very calm, maybe. I never feel the need to get angry these days, but I do get irritated, which is like a lower level of anger. Uh, people doing really tiny things. I'm aware they're very small. So if someone is using their phone while they're driving... 
I just think, oh, so annoying. Like, don't you know how dangerous that is to use your phone when you're driving? What if a little kid crosses the road in front of you? So dangerous, you know, put your phone away. And I've got all this like inner monologue of me getting irritated. And maybe it's a good thing in some cases to be irritated by that. I don't think irritation is always bad. It's a sign that you care about something. But maybe for me, when it gets to the point that it kind of overtakes your life and you're constantly clenching your jaw and irritated, then it might be a bit too far, right? And I find giving people the benefit of the doubt leads to a much more peaceful life. So I will give you some examples of how and where this could be useful. And this is stuff in my life that I find irritating, annoying, makes me angry. And maybe you can relate to this as well. So for example, right, someone cuts you off in traffic, cut you off. To cut someone off is to drive your car in front of someone quickly and dangerously. Cut you off, right? Horrible feeling when someone does that. What well, a similar one is when Someone will drive through the red light. I mentioned recently on a driving episode, they'll drive through the red light and almost hit you. Maybe you're trying to cross the road, they almost hit you. And it's very scary. And I always get mad like, oh, you want to save, you know, 30 seconds of your journey and you're willing to risk hurting people. What a selfish idiot. (laughs) But then... If I have the state of mind to think about this expression, I might say, well, maybe the person in that car is driving their pregnant wife to the hospital. Maybe their wife is in the backseat and she's about to give birth any moment and he's driving to the hospital really fast. The only thing on his mind is the safety of his wife and the baby, right? In that case, I can forgive them. I can be, okay, you going for a red light is not the end of the world. You need to get to the hospital. I understand. Maybe it's not true, but, you know, maybe it is. We just don't know. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because that's one possible charitable explanation to his crazy actions. Yeah. I've got a couple more examples here, like when someone swears at you, To swear is to say a bad word, a curse word. They swear at you. Or they say hurtful things about you. And there could be many reasons for this, you know. I've had people shout at me before. Often it's not about me. You know, it's very easy to take it personally and think, oh, what have I done? Why am I, why am I deserving of this? But probably it's more about them. You know, I've I've had some people shout at me before. And I realise later they're trying to show off in front of their friends. Maybe they feel insecure. They feel like they have to show their friends that they are brave and they they can, you know, belittle other people, put them down. And it's, I mean, it's not a good thing, of course, but when you view them as being insecure and trying to prove themselves, it makes it more understandable, I, I imagine. I suppose. And yeah, you know, when people say mean things about you, if you give them the benefit of the doubt, you might think maybe they didn't realise it was mean. 
Maybe they didn't realise they insulted me. Maybe they did realise they insulted me. And maybe they just did it because they feel insecure. They feel not good enough for some reason. And when they bully other people, they feel better about themselves. Yeah. Could be some possible explanations for that. A good example, I think that's come up in my life, is people that say they love animals, but then they eat meat every day. You know, some people, maybe you guys, you don't think this is the problem, but for me, this has always been strange. Like, people, I love animals, I would never hurt an animal while eating, like, a beef burger. Huh. Okay. And there are some crazy people in the world who would see that as, you know, I... They would just see it as such a horrible thing to do, and they would be really violent and aggressive towards those people. But um, giving people the benefit of the doubt, we might say, maybe that person doesn't really, they haven't really thought about it, they don't realise, right? I mean, I used to be like that in the past, where I would eat bacon, and I would like love my pet cat, and I wouldn't really, wouldn't really think of bacon as an animal, you know? And... Yeah, it's very, I suppose a good word here is hypocritical. Hypocritical. So this is when your actions don't match up with your beliefs. So I say I care about the environment, but then I'm throwing plastic on the floor. (laughs) So I am a hypocrite. And I think it's important to understand that everyone is hypocritical. No one is perfect about anything. So I can say I have these beliefs I don't want to use my smartphone, but yet sometimes I do. I don't want to hurt animals, but of course, some cases it's it's impossible to avoid hurting other things in order to live, right? So everyone's hypocritical. I, I guess that's giving people the benefit of the doubt that no one is perfect. Everyone has some areas they're not aware of, whether it's their behavior or habits. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one that really hits home for me. Hits home is like it, it's, it's meaningful for me. It's important for me. Someone eating very loudly. If someone is eating noisily, I go crazy. I cannot stand it. And I have to wear headphones or leave the room or just get really tense and annoyed because I hate the sound of people eating. But then if I think calmly, give them the benefit of the doubt, I might say it's possible that that person has some kind of, uh, what can we say, disorder or problem. Maybe they have an issue with their, I don't know, bone structure or muscles where they they physically cannot eat quietly. It's possible. I, I don't know. I don't know if that exists, but I think it's possible, right? If someone hasn't Maybe they don't have any teeth, right? Imagine someone that doesn't have any teeth. It would be much harder to eat quietly, I imagine. Yeah, there's many explanations for that. If someone has a really bad nose, they cannot breathe out of their nose. They have to breathe out of their mouth while they're eating, which might make it more, make it louder. So I think there's some possible explanations as to why it could happen. And then you feel some more sympathy, maybe, rather than anger. I'll give you one more example because this is a good one for London. 
in London, you should always stand on the right side of the escalator. I think it's the right side. So right side is for standing. Left side is for walking. It's really, really good rule, an unwritten rule, because, well, I guess sometimes it's written you know, on the signs in the underground. But if you are going to the London Underground, the tube, you want to get the train, you're in a rush for work, you can run down the left side. And if you're not in a rush, you can just relax on the right side. Yeah. So I think I think that's a nice rule. However, some people don't do this. And in London, people get really, really mad. Like, get to the right, move to the right, please. They get really mad about it. And I I don't get mad, but I, I can get irritated. Like, I, I want to rush to my train. People are talking, they're in the way. It can be quite annoying. However, if I give them the benefit of the doubt, I can say, well, maybe they're a tourist. It's their first time in the UK and they don't know about this rule. In their country, it's different because I know what it's like to be in a new country and not know what's going on. And I'm sure they feel scared and nervous and they don't know what's going on as well. And then I feel more sympathy or empathy. I can understand their situation and I get less angry. So there's some examples of why it's so important to give people the benefit of the doubt. And as I alluded to, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, one of my students called me ugly before. Let me explain a little bit more. This is also closely related to cultural misunderstandings, as I mentioned. And it's always important when dealing with people from other countries to give them the benefit of the doubt and not assume they are rude or whatever other bad word you have to say. And one example is I had a Chinese student who said, it wasn't that I was ugly, that was a bit of a lie. It was, Michael, your profile picture is so ugly. That's what she said. And then she said, well, at the moment, I was a bit taken aback. I was, oh, shocked. Like, yeah, well, I kind of know I don't look great, but I mean, that's how I look, right? But then I realized she wasn't insulting me because then she said, if you have a better picture, you will attract more students. So she thinks that, well, she was really giving me some advice. She was helping me because she knew that that advice would help me. If I had a more attractive picture, I would be more likely to have more students. And you maybe, I'm reading between the lines, but maybe she was also saying, your profile picture is uglier than you really are. So it, maybe she was kind of saying, you don't look that bad, which is kind of a compliment, right? <laughs> but the point is, she was... I believe not trying to insult me, she was trying to help me. And China is a huge place. I know many of you guys are Chinese yourself, but my experience of many Chinese people is they can be more direct than British people, me, for example. And sometimes it can be seen as rude, but if you get to learn about the culture and the stuff behind it, you realise it's not rude, it's just part of the culture. But yeah, maybe it depends on what part of China you're from. And, you know, of course, it doesn't mean you have to learn about every culture. 
Because if you give people the benefit of the doubt, you're assuming, okay, maybe there's some cultural misunderstanding here. Maybe you're not a horrible person. <laughs> a good expression we can use here is, he means well, she means well. To mean well is to have good intentions. Maybe what he said was hurtful, but he means well. He means well. He meant to be nice to you. That was his intention. Another really good expression for, I suppose, having more empathy for different points of view and understanding these differences is, if I were in your shoes, if I were in your shoes, so this just means if I were you, if I were you, right? If I were in your position, so I could say, let's go back to the driving example. The man is driving really fast. He's being rude to other passengers and other drivers, I should say. And I might say, hmm, if I were in his shoes, I would be acting the same. Maybe he's had a bad day at work. He's had a bad fight with his partner. He maybe even is going to get fired from his job. And he just doesn't care. He doesn't care what you guys think. He doesn't care what we think. He just wants to go home as dangerously as possible. <laughs> and I can say, well, if I were in your shoes, I would be the same. I wouldn't act any differently. So this is a really good expression to use. If I were in your shoes. If I were in your shoes, I would blah, blah, blah. What would you do? If you were in my shoes, what episode would you make for next week? There. Find out next week and see if you were right. See if you guessed right. This week on the private podcast, I'm going to be talking about how routines can bring you freedom. People often think that having a routine is very limiting, but I'm going to be talking about how that's not true and how routines give you freedom in life. That'd be a good one. And then next week, I believe it's next week, I'm going to be talking about the Cornish language. I'm going to be having fun and sharing what I've learned so far in the Cornish language. That should be a fun one. And you can listen to me trying to speak another language, if you like. Maybe I'll try some Japanese and Chinese too, if I'm feeling like I'm in the mood for that. Well, that could be another episode. Don't forget, guys, you're always more than welcome to leave an audio question for the podcast. So if you have a request for what I could talk about in a future episode, whether it's English related or random topic, or just want to say hi, go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast. Down near the bottom of the page, there's an audio recording section where you can say hi. And if any of you want to do that, but you're a bit scared about your English, I'll be more than happy to you know, remove any. If, if you go like, um, uh, I can delete that for you and make it sound a little bit nicer as well. So don't worry about that. <laughs> but let's look at a couple reviews from Apple Podcasts. That's another way you guys can say hi and thank you. And then we'll end with a quote. So today we've got a Saudi Arabia sandwich because we've got Saudi Arabia, Brazil, Saudi Arabia. Let's start with the, the Saudi one. L20301 user says, I like your podcast and today I have listened to all of the podcast. That's amazing. I enjoy the content and I try to listen to another English podcast, but 
I haven't found one like yours and committed to it for such a long time. Listening from Saudi Arabia. Thank you, that's amazing. You've listened to, what, 150 episodes? That is unbelievable. Thank you for sticking with me. I really appreciate it. And now Brazil. User called 038638BDC <laughs> says, great content and useful lessons. Simple, nice five-star review. Thank you very much. And finally, a person want justice. We all want justice. That's their username. The best English podcast I've been listening to lately. Keep going. Your podcasts are very helpful from Saudi Arabia. Thank you to you as well. And anyone who leaves a review, it really does mean a lot to me. So thank you. And let's finish with a quote. I believe this is from my Instagram page, English of Michael. And I posted a picture of me. Picture of me. And I said, if you are tired, learn to rest, not quit. Yeah, so it's a good it's a good thing to remember. If you're tired, learn to rest, not quit. Don't give up so easily. Have a break, have a rest. It's totally fine. You can come back to it more motivated, whether it's English learning or something else. Okay. We'll leave it here. Thank you for listening today so, so much. I appreciate it. I... Uh, what else can I say? Nice things for you. I, I, uh, what can I say? I love you guys. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye for now. See you later. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.